0: Are we, are we doing a cryptid of the week? I. Or no.
1: No, I don't think we should. I think we need to save that. Because sometimes they're hard to think of.
0: They're, they're really hard to think of. Hi, Lindsay. Hi, Erica. How are you doing today?
1: Oh, I'm doing great, because it is totally a different day than uh, episode 27 that we just recorded.
0: Yeah, we totally didn't record it, talk for two minutes, and then go straight into this.
1: Exactly. I don't know why anybody would think that we did that.
0: Yeah. Would you like to tell the listeners why we're going straight into another episode? I mean, we're not going straight into another episode?
1: I would love to tell them why we're not going straight into another episode. So, Erica's friend max has just sent us the very first user su- user listener submitted ghost story and we are so happy to have it and we're so happy to read it and we're so happy to share it with everybody
0: yes and we did get their permission to share it so if you also have cryptid stories etc and hauntings you can send to us and either either one you don't want it shared and you can just send it for mine and Lindsay's personal enjoyment or two you do want it shared and we can post it as a bonus episode so after last week with Bat Squatch, well I guess it's not last week anymore you may have noticed I called out my friend Max because they told me they had a story and they were going to send it and didn't but right after that episode came out they went on and sent us a story so we're Mm going to read it Max says that This is a story from their childhood. And, you know what? Fuck it. I'm reading in the first person.
1: I don't care.
0: Full dis... From Max. Full disclosure, I did try to pull a flatliners and perform a controlled, temporary killing of myself and then appear as a ghostly apparition to either of you to tell you this story before being revived. But I was not able to create a physical apparition and therefore had to use dumb, lame email. I am so sorry.
1: Okay, so I didn't read that whole paragraph but I was reading the like actual part of the ghost story and I thought that Max was saying that they tried to pull a flatliners to acknowledge whatever ghostly presence is in the story like provided below and I was extremely scared because the story starts out when I was 7 and I was like Max
0: <laughs> this is not okay no. but No 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 no. They tried to do it to contact us.
1: I understand that now that You know, I actually listened to what the contents of the sentence. So I am glad that... Well, I'm not glad that it didn't work. uh, But I'm glad that you were able to contact us in a different way.
0: Yes. I'm very glad that you tried to contact us in a supernatural way. It is much appreciated. Yes. All right. So here's the story. Lindsay, stop reading.
1: (laughs) I'm covering my eyes.
0: Good. When I was seven, we moved from the city to the suburbs. It didn't take long for a strange series of unconnected supernatural occurrences to start up. Everybody in the house had their own experience: me, my 16-at the time year-old sister, my mom and my dad, many of my cousins. in parentheses, I have a very large extended family, even had their own experiences. When I say they were varied, these experiences were varied in the way that defies, in a way that defies most classical haunting. It doesn't seem like a spirit caught in a time loop or even a poltergeist. I can only describe it as an amalgamation of all the negative energy in the home. Here are a few of the most distinct occurrences. Some of them are secondhand, some of them are firsthand. Late at night, my mom and my sister were sitting on the couch after my dad and I had both gone to sleep, just bullshitting and watching TV. Suddenly, they saw something dripping down from the ceiling, but it wasn't water. It was thicker than water and darker. It was an old house, so a leak of weird gunk from the pipes wouldn't be obscene. But when my sister stood on the couch and lifted her hand to try to poke at the liquid, it went back into the ceiling. They both claimed a brown water stain had spread spread over those tiles of the ceiling, but the next morning, it was gone. My mom was sitting on the couch a different night with one of my cousins. Again, just bullshitting like family does. They heard a scratching coming from the front door. They were both horrified, thinking they left my poor dog outside by himself. Brownie face. When my mom went up to get him, she stood in the small vestibule. When my mom went up to get him, she stood in the small vestibule and realized that scratching wasn't coming from the front door, but instead from one of the closets in the vestibule. Max, I'm so mad you made me say that twice.
1: Can you not say vestibule?
0: I guess not. It was just really hard for me today. (laughs) Anyway, she called my cousin over, who confirmed that's where the sound was coming from. Slowly, my mom opened the closet door. The scratching stopped. There were no marks, nor any animals or weird creatures that came out. That cousin never visited my house again. There was a time that my mom brought me home from school, and my sister and her boyfriend were waiting for us, both visibly shaken. They said they heard sounds coming from the basement, loud bangs and thumps. This could have been old pipes, maybe. But when my sister's boyfriend opened the basement door, can you guess what happened? The sounds stopped. During a sleepover with my cousins, our late night chit chat was interrupted by my parents' clock radio blaring in the middle of the night. From my parents' bedroom, we could hear the radio playing music that reminded me a lot of the music I heard in Catholic church. But just slightly off. We were startled, but assumed it was just some sort of mistake made by whoever set that alarm. We expected the music to turn off shortly, especially since my dad was a notoriously light sleeper. The music did not turn off for what felt like hours. Though it may have been less time, I was a small child. Neither of my parents remembered hearing the music the night before, nor had either of them claimed to turn it off. And now, the sighting, in all caps, two exclamation points. I was the only one to see an actual apparition at any point during the haunting. It was before school, and I was going upstairs to brush my hair before leaving. When I got to my bedroom, there was a man sitting on my bed. He was wearing a pale yellow suit and straw boating hat. Picture the Great Gatsby, honestly. And his skin was a palish gray. I did not immediately think, this is a ghost nor did I feel threatened by him. I was just very scared about why a strange man was in my home. I ran downstairs to get my mom, but of course when we came upstairs, he was gone. Broken heart emoji. Sorry, less than forward slash three. These experiences only lasted a year or two, and honestly, there was no grand event that stopped these occurrences. They just stopped. During this time, my family was experiencing a lot of unaddressed mental health issues and unhealthy dynamics within our different relationships. That's why I've sort of come to the conclusion that it wasn't a haunting, per se, but a manifestation of energy in the house. I think maybe we all felt so many negative feelings so strongly that the energy literally needed a physical outlet. Max,
1: that's so spooky! Max, that's
0: spooky and... Also, Max is a writer, so obviously they did a really great job of telling the story. Yeah,
1: first of all, fantastic email. Also, extremely spooky! Oh my goodness! How did you put up with that for two years?
0: Seriously. Also, was this the house that I had sleepovers in with you? (laughs) Did you never tell me?
1: Erica has also been visited by ghosts.
0: Oh my god. Well, apparently not, because I didn't meet Max until high school, unfortunately.
1: Haunted, or visited by the remnants of ghosts.
0: Yeah. But yeah, thank you so much for sharing your story.
1: Yes, Max, thank you. Thank you for being the first person to actually send us an email.
0: Yeah. No, actually, we got an email from, where was it? Oh, yes, from Jesus saying, We will help you grow your business, space, and then three exclamation points.
1: Okay, Max, thank you for being the second person to actually send us an email.
0: Yes, but the more important person.
1: Oh, and also Audible, because I use the email to get a free Audible account, because I already used my personal email. (laughs) Okay,
0: Google, Twitter, Audible, everything, those don't count.
1: Those ones don't count at all. Max is the only one who counts.
0: Yes. We love you. Thank you.
1: Yes, thank you very much. And if you want to be read out on the podcast, you can send us an email to justmightexistpodcast at gmail.com. All right, Bye. Bye.
0: episode
1: for a listener Woo-hoo. story hey. yeah first bonus episode yeah. that's not just us talking about animal crossing